January of 2014, local San Antonio news outlets began reporting claims made by a man who named himself as the world's greatest Bigfoot tracker. As proof that he deserved the title, the man released photos of the preserved body of what he claimed was a Sasquatch that he shot and killed in 2012. The hunter reported that the body had been held at a testing facility at a northwestern U.S. university where it had been subjected to a battery of tests to verify that it was indeed the legendary cryptid known as Bigfoot. In the following days, the body would be exhibited at a number of impromptu venues where skeptics and believers alike were able to get a close-up view of a seemingly myth-made flesh. If it wasn't incredible enough that a Bigfoot had finally been bagged, according to the tracker, this was actually the second Bigfoot body he had managed to retrieve. The first had been turned over to shadowy government agents after they had threatened the tracker and his family. This case file joined the theorists as they hop in their used 1998 Jeep Grand Cherokee and cruise over to the Three Rings Circus surrounding Rick Dyer's dead Bigfoot. Welcome to Alien Theorist Theorizing Case File 218. Rick Dyer's big old dead ass Bigfoot. I'm Braden. I'm out. I'm Dan. And I'm Andrew. Woo! Uh, first case for <laughs> the year, man. This, I tell you, this is an emotional roller coaster uh, ride. <laughs> Started of, off with a bang. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This big is. Old bang. Now, it's you know, all downhill from here, everybody. <laughs> it, really, it really is. The fact that I haven't, I, you know, I've heard about this before. Um, you know, and I've heard the, you know, the tale, um, briefly, but I didn't, I didn't know the ins and outs. I didn't know the players, um, you know, after some readings, some podcasts, some YouTube videos, some documentaries, uh, this last week, holy shit is the world of Bigfoot fucked. Fucking <laughs> so fucked, Fucking man. awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. That's what I meant. Some so of the gr- greatest characters awesome. around. Oh, buddy, there's so much mystery and turmoil and, like, it's just fucking crazy. A lot of world's oldest tractor vibes. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Big yeah. Big time. Uh, it, is definitely, it is definitely a world uh, uh, built on a lot of strong personalities, and therefore you get and these lies. these awesome, amazing saga uh, that unfolded from 2008 to, to, to 2014, right? So, um, I mean, just to get right into it, so... August 12th, 2008, a press release goes out and announces in big capital letters and headlines on a couple of newspapers, Bigfoot body found. This is not unusual. I mean, if you read the Weekly World News, you see this, you see this like every other month. This was unusual because it was getting major, some major headlines of other than the Weekly World News. Like this was. Yeah, this wasn't next to the fucking Bat Boy Speaks. And shit yeah, like that, right? Like yeah. this was- right. This was on. This was on a bunch of newspapers um, coming out, and people saying that it, uh, you know, it had claims in there like DNA evidence and photo evidence of the creature would be presented at this press conference that was <laughs> taking place on August fifteenth at noon. 
uh, at the it's Cabana Hotel in Palo Alto, California. You know what? Just this has just really struck me as odd. How come we've never done a dedicated case file to Bat Boy? Because like that, <laughs> Bat Boy was such a big part of my childhood. Like going through the grocery stores, absolutely. Seeing him well, on those I mean, magazines. yeah, we could cover his whole. Li- I mean, he ran for president in two thousand sixteen or <laughs> oh, whatever. Really yeah. Bat Boy did twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah, I think he ran for president. We should do his biography on a case file. Bigfoot, Bigfoot was his running mate. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not joking. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucking awesome. Why did the America would be in such a better place if Bigfoot and Bat Boy won? This is true. Make America sure. spooky again? Like what was this yeah. fucking platform? People, yeah. people weren't <laughs> ready for the fir- the the United States, the U.S. first cryptid president. Yeah, it's bullshit. <laughs> Just- <laughs> All right, so we close minded. So, so a press re- press release goes out on October 12th, saying on October 15th. They're going to present August or August 15th, rather, that they're going to present a creature commonly known as Bigfoot found in the woods in northern Georgia. There's going to present it at a, a body that had been found or more uh, commonly known as on that documentary, Sasquatch. Sasquatch. The press release listed out a bunch of like little tidbits, a little juicy information, uh, kind of like a, <clears throat> a little like rundown of what the actual uh, uh, you know, bits of description of this creature that they were going to present, uh, things like, uh, it, you know, description of its, it's seven feet, seven inches tall, weighs over 500 pounds. Uh, creature looks like it is part human, part ape. It is male. That's what they said. Had big reddish old, hair. Big old Sasquatch balls. Big old Sasquatch. Big old yeah. Squatch 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 um, it's got two arms and two legs. I mean, they made that clear in the press release for some weird reason. And it's five fingers on each hand, five <clears> toes <throat> on each foot. And, uh, you know, a, a couple of other, you know, details of just going down basically, you know, if you pictured a Bigfoot, that's what it looks it's like. A, it's a giant person with hair. Hairy person. Hairy person. Yeah. So now, uh, the, the body was claimed to have been discovered in the mountains of North Georgia and the two men who were said to have discovered and in some versions of the story shot the actual creature oh, um, were Rick Dyer and his partner, Matthew Witten. And now, they actually claimed that they, that this, the one Sasquatch that they had in their, you know, their ice box, essentially, uh, was not the only one that was present when they had done it. They had actually cited three other uh, three other creatures, the same description, uh, in v- various uh, various heights. I think they they assumed that some type of like family unit or something like that. Well, and I kind of I kind of dug into that because I was I was curious because I, after watching some stuff from uh, Rick Dyer, who before this was a used car salesman, and Matthew Witten was an ex police officer. Wait, wait, wait! No, he's not a used car salesman. He owned a used car lot. He makes that, that makes it clear. Very yes. clear. Sorry, it's sorry. Leader. Come on now, put some yeah. respect on his name. Sorry, my apologies to uh, Rick Dyer. Uh, he he was a used car salesman owner, or lot used car lot used owner. Car lot owner. Um, Big difference. Because I I read things like the initial my initial understanding of this case was that he in fact they shot this thing. That's what it was. But I I couldn't find any um, real like talk like I I would read articles that stated it was shot in the back and then dropped. Um, but most of the interviews and stuff with Rick, they just say they stumbled across this body. And what it was is these three other, like the, I would say the most cohesive storyline that I found or the most popular one was that they stumbled upon this corpse of a Bigfoot being dragged by these other three. And they fired a shot, which scared them off. 
And then it took th- these two guys like five hours or something to drag this body out of the woods. And the whole time they were being cased by these other three. And and Rick, uh, you know, kind of made it seem or he alluded to that he thought they were dragging to dragging this Bigfoot to bury it or eat it. Yeah. Well, Cannibals. or eat it. Cannibalistic. <laughs> so now when they they obtain they they obtain the body, you know, they put it and froze it in a uh, in a block of ice. In the uh, very a la Minnesota Iceman, uh, in a you know industrial freezer, whatever. Stuck it in, stuck it in a freezer. basement freezer. Here's my question, really quick, because they did like they they took him a few days to drag this body out of the woods, right? That's why yeah. it's so heavy, and then they froze it. But in the meantime, because this is like this is 2008. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Did they get any sweet like fucking? Did they make a photo album of Weekend at Bernie pictures with fucking Sasquatch as they're dragging him out to be like, hey, look what we got draped over their shoulders. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they did. They did, and they did take pictures of the Sasquatch that before they had. it was frozen. Yes, but unfortunately, they were using the worst camera ever because if you thought the Patterson Gimlet film was blurry, <laughs> these photos are you're like you're like what what am I looking at here? This you is you're like you make out like, hair. How close were you? <laughs> you make out hair and like some kind of features. Yeah, have like we, have we just have we ever thought like have we ever considered the fact that maybe that's just Bigfoot's camouflage? Maybe he's just blurry. Uh, he gives off a blurry vibe. That is a, that is a point that has been made on other uh, right. You know, some Bigfoot researchers would would agree and or you know support that theory that he perhaps he just has some kind of uh, natural field or something cloaking field for lack of a better word uh, that makes him blurry in photos. They're definitely hollow. Yes. <laughs> Hollow Bigfoot. <laughs> well, so, apparently uh, not. <laughs> so they have the uh they have the body and they and and so when they have the body, they figure the only person that they'll allow to certify that this is a real Bigfoot is Tom Biscardi, who at the time was a CEO of Searching for Bigfoot Incorporated. And he was also scheduled to attend and verify that body in person at the press conference, uh, you know, at the request of both Matt and Rick. Now, Tom Biscardi uh, is also the founder of something called the Great American Bigfoot Research Organization, which is something, you know, akin to uh, what is it? The uh, I guess like west of the Rockies, it's a BFRO um, east of the Rockies, like Midwest of the United States is the Northern Wood Ape Conservancy, probably NWAC. Yeah. And then I think maybe Tom covers like the East Coast or something. Yeah. He's uh, also a certified loser. <laughs> <laughs> I, I he is. Hey, he's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. Loves Snapple. Loves Snapple. He does. He does love his Snapple. If I know anything about Tom Biscardi, he, he's a Snapple guy. Well, yeah, he had but, also claimed, you know, he also had a claim to fame because he, you know, he's the only one who can certify that he, uh, that they have a real Bigfoot because he once claimed that he had captured Bigfoot on August 19th, 2005 uh, on an appearance on Coast to Coast with George, George Nori. It actually made the claim that they had captured a male beast that weighed over 400 pounds and stood eight feet tall. And said he had been presenting, he would present the photos uh, several days after they had captured it, um, which it actually turned out to be a hoax. The Snapple's photos never materialized. The secret, the secret to strength. Kind of went. He didn't nowhere. get his Snapple that day. Yeah. <laughs> so, his blood wait, sugar dropped. He was yeah. talking nonsense. He was just talking nonsense. So wait, he said he's going to present pictures of the Bigfoot he found, I think, to George Norrie on Coast to Coast, right? Yeah. 
And yeah. then three days later, he just said, I gotcha. Or what? How did, how did it come out as a hoax? Never happened. Just like never happened. Well, the stuff didn't materialize. And Wait, here's the thing, happened. though. Here's the thing, like, you know, like, I don't want to paint this as like a lot, but you, you do see this kind of thing a lot. It's like people, these kinds of people will get on shows. They'll get some, you know, they'll get in, in their minute you know, of fame, minute of fame. And they'll make these claims. Yeah, yeah, they got it. Like Alex, Alex Jones says it all the time on Rogan. Right, he talks about all the evidence. Oh, secret, locked up CIA files. Like I'm somewhere. I got somewhere. They, they, he also, I'll show him later. I'll show him later. And, and you never hear anything of it because who cares? I got a dude, whole tank of dude, gay frogs, Joe. It's a master. It's <laughs> a master manipulator working at marketing himself, right? Because he's who cares? No one gives a shit about the follow up. You've already got the spotlight from making the claim. You got the wow. I mean, did they the offer claim? him? Did they even? Did George even bother to offer him some Snapple? In exchange, like, listen, dude, we'll give you fucking uh, a flat of Snapple. Your choice. We want lemonade, peach, your choice, buddy. <laughs> uh, in the press release, like, you know, when they were presenting the body, this, you know, back to 2000, uh, 2004 or 2008, sorry, uh, you had uh, ex- them claiming, Rick Dyer and, and, and Witten, uh, that extensive scientific studies were going to be done on this body by a team of scientists uh, that included a molecular biologist, an anthropologist, a paleontologist, and other scientists yeah. uh, at an undisclosed location because you can't disclose the location of Bigfoot because in case somebody comes and steals it or, you know, they didn't want anybody, anybody interfering with, uh, with the results or, or something like this. But the studies they said were going to be uh, carefully documented and the findings uh, would be released to the world, you know, uh, which is what Biscardi said when they were going to go ahead before they were going to do the actual press conference. Well, it makes sense. Say you did find a Bigfoot. That would be the greatest scientific discovery of all time. I think everyone, yeah. would, everybody would want a piece of your Bigfoot. Yeah, because I mean, there's so many, there's so many theories about there in Bigfoot, and you know, this being alien theories theorizing, you know, one of the theories is that perhaps it is some type of alien, interdimensional, shape shifting phase beast comes in and out, can, yeah, possum mm-hmm. stuffed creature. <laughs> I've always liked the idea that it is some type of, you know, uh. It, some type of alien or extraterrestrial uh, scout, some type of something like that. They drop it in, you know, it's like a takes place in like these, these arboreal forests and stuff like this and kind of <laughs> goes around and, you know, can, like, I don't know, like in a conservatorship or something like that takes a survey unit or something. <laughs> like I always thought that was a pretty cool idea. But so um, when the day of the press conference comes, uh, they bring out the, you know, they trot out the the pictures of this dead Bigfoot and they they bring out what they what they said were the DNA results. And then they kind of suggested that, you know, it, with all, among all of these results from the DNA studies and everything that the, the tests had just not had gone awry, that they hadn't produced anything that um, they didn't it, produce what they wanted. They didn't see it, what well, they wanted. They maybe. said the first <laughs> test revealed it as human DNA. And then they had a second test done. And then it had yeah, the presence so of possum they're, DNA. They're backpedaling because they're fucking, it's fucking manslaughter. Yeah, I <laughs> shot this fucking thing, right? Like, what do you mean? No. <laughs> well, part of it's human. What? Check it again. <laughs> yeah, All right. No the shit. other part's possum. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll split in the middle. <laughs> and so as you would expect with something of this, uh, this magnitude, this, this that would, you know, probably shake the 
the, the foundations of, you know, academic science and all of that, biology, zoology, all of those studies are, are concerned the uh, human, the animal kingdom. You had people coming out of the, the woodwork to come down on this, and especially with so much published, it made such like a big splash and it was just, you know, caught up in the news and it kind of splashed all over the front pages. You had people like Jeffrey Meldrum, who's a professor at Idaho State University and a researcher at Bigfoot, who said that when he looked at the photos at the the exhibition um, in Palo Alto, uh, he found them unconvincing, you know, that's the, the least, uh, <laughs> the nicest way for him to say it's it. a It's a possum. Uh, all right. So um I like we have the pic like the pictures of it and if you if you you can look them up uh but like the pictures show pretty much a Bigfoot what is the alleged Bigfoot just sitting in an ice box with its innards kind of just like flopped out on so the So was eviscerated at some point? Like when did that I, he, happen? It, yeah, that that seems to be I think um I think their kind of explanation as to why the entrails were kind of hanging out on the stomach were like it had happened like during the dissection or something like that where uh They dissected it? it? Well, no, the uh the scientists oh, the science people the science the science people who had um who had studied the body uh you know got their chance at it kind of I guess they cut it open and then left everything kind of <laughs> Hanging out, I guess. That was kind of their thing. But you even had people, not just like academics, but you had people like Matt Moneymaker, who is the BFRO, the Bigfoot Researchers Organization, come in. And he pretty much went out and straight up said that it looked like a Halloween costume in a box. Well, we're looking at it right now on the live stream. You guys get a look at that? Yeah. Look, so it's in a freezer. Its tongue is kind of sticking out. It's mm -hmm. got, yeah, I guess like guts, entrails kind of open. I mean, it fucking looks like an ape. I'll give him I that. I mean, it's pretty gruesome. Yeah. Like, it's, I mean, it's, it's, if you were going to ask me, like, what you would expect a body, a Bigfoot body to look like that had been dragged out over multiple days or hours out of a North Georgia forest and then put inside an, an ice box uh, for weeks and then thawed out, I mean, I'd probably but be like, like, yeah, that's what I expect to see, I suppose. It, it was frozen, though. Wouldn't there still be some type of, like, I'm trying to, I'm fucking up. Like I'm, I'm trying to think of the words. Like you look at his, like the body structure, right? Like, and it's just, it looks like just a pile of mush. mush. Like it's still going to have some type of fucking structure to it. Sure. Yeah. Right. That yeah. looks like a puddle of fur in there. And yeah, it, it very much. Yeah. It, now that you mention it, it looks like it's just kind of like, it's filling Swap. up the, the box. It looks like it's it just came kinda... out of a fucking tube. Just... <laughs> it looks like, yeah, it's been like removed of anything rigid. Yeah, kind of. I don't know. It's weird. Like a pile now, of, has, pile. has anyone ever thought this is you know this is a new idea that's just come to me? You know when like a bunch of rats get tangled together and it's called a rat king, right? Indeed, and yeah. All the tails and stuff get tied and it becomes one of the other fucking all super su gross, absolutely super disgusting. Gross. Yep. Yeah. What if uh, you know? I mean, because this thing was tested as part possum. What if this is what happens when a group of possums get all stuck together? Right? And like Voltron together to become Bigfoot, <laughs> super yeah. possum. And then when they get killed, right, or or you know one's mortally ruined, they stuck, they die, and they all kind of flop apart, right. And so to then so then Bigfoot's people are like, that's not a Bigfoot anymore. Is yeah, yeah, basically, right. In in the a big, Bigfoot's a bunch of possums all together in the in a bear hide. What are you gonna name it? Yeah. What's a pile? Of, what's a pile of possums? Bigfoot. <laughs> <The> Bigfoot. <Yeah. laughs> 
Perfect. Opossumus Prime. You're not listening? Opossumus Prime. <laughs> Opossumus Prime. Opossumus Prime. There that's, you go. That's, that's better. Go. We'll get yep, with that's why you're on the show. That's, Nailed yeah. it. Quips like Earning that. your pay today. <laughs> yeah. Holy. Braden swings and misses. Andrew steps up to the plate. Boom. Knocks it out. There was another uh, moment. One of the other people that they had in to, uh, you know, verify or, you know, take a look at the the body was Steve Culls, who's the hot, the host of Sasquatch Detective Radio and the, the associate. I'm, I'm not going to plug their website, um, but <laughs> or I will. Squatchdetective.com, if oh. it still exists. I'm not sure. This I'm is check right article. now. Um, and he had posted on Tom Biscardi's website because he had gotten some of the hair from the uh, from the corpse, uh, the supposed corpse, and he had tried burning it. Since you know, if you're gonna burn hair, it's gonna yep, it's still up. Still there it is. Wow, well, he's using Canva. <laughs> <laughs> I recognize some of those, some of those shapes, <laughs> some of those things. The oh fonts. yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Coles had managed to get his hands on some of the hair and he, uh, you know, immediately burned it because if you're going to burn hair, it's going to have a distinct smell and it's going to be whatever. Uh, what he said eventually is he claimed that the hair and it, when it burned, it immediately just rolled, melted into a ball, much the way that plastic fake hair would. So he wasn't exactly convinced uh, that something kind of set off alarm bells for him. And the uh, the the accusations started kind of slinging back and forth well, between. Well, um, maybe not, though. Maybe the f- Bigfoot hair filament is more like plastic than we know. This is also true. We don't really know what Bigfoot hair is made out of. Maybe this is how they decompose. Like maybe they their their skeletal their skeletal structure just disintegrates instantly, just, so they don't leave behind bones, and it just turns just into a pile of and, like, and that's why we never find them. Exactly. That's what I mean. Right. right? Like that's um, it. It just turn everything turns gelatinous, and it just kind of yeah. just kind of <laughs> melts and it's gone. oozes and like bubbles <laughs> and like goes into the ground, kind of like the like just putty, like putties, just like. <laughs> <laughs> um, the um but so when everybody got a much closer look at the body when they managed to manage to uh thaw the entire thing out uh coles was saying that the feet were predominantly made of rubber and the innards it turned out to be uh slaughterhouse byproducts and pretty much roadkill so that's what it seemed like so they took it my out theory and, is yeah. coming together then it, it is <laughs> so awesome. you're pretty close uh, so it comes out that this this is pretty much a um, a hoax uh, that this this body was a it just a, a cheap Halloween not a cheap one but a, a Halloween costume that had been stuffed full of uh, innards and you know roadkill essentially uh, to to keep it uh, to make it have the appearance of a dead Bigfoot. I swear to God that this is an episode of Trailer Park Boys. This is straight out of fucking. This is Ricky and Julian. <laughs> Seriously, man. Like, I just saw it. It's the, the big the dirty plot, part too. The plot does thicken because Rick Dyer eventually, uh, after this had all co- kind of went down, he would pop up later, and he would claim that this body, the the body that they had exhibited at the um at the press conference, was not the original body. He said <laughs> that he claims that. Some people from a government agency had gotten their hands on the body. They took their bit. They took the body, all of the video, all of the photos, and had threatened their families, and then took off with the everything that they had gathered, all the data, all the remains that they had gathered, evidence that they had gathered, and then made and them, made them 
do the hoax in order to make themselves look foolish. Just, so no one's discredit themselves. Discredit well, I think themselves. he said, I, he says that he wanted to do it just because they had made all the claims and he's like, we can't let, I, he felt like he, they couldn't let people down. They just had to do it. Have to do something. They had, hey, said, man, the they same had thing to happened something. to the Minnesota ice man. That's you know what true. though? I, I do call bullshit because I think I'm pretty sure we do actually have, we do have on tape the original plan being fucking like being concocted. Oh, do we? Yeah, I think we do. Don't we? I think so. Well, yeah, I think we do. We do? Yeah. All right now, Brady Petey Chuckin' now. Gather around now. Gather around. Yes, sir. Now, now, speed up now. I know you got that little bad leg and that limp now, but you better hurry up now. Hustle. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming. All right now, Brady Petey Chuckin'. Now I I, I I do I do regrettably have to inform you that the seventy fifth annual possum parade has officially been canceled. What what happened to them possums? Now now Brady Chuck Peter Brady Chucky you, you you can't tell me now that you don't remember feeding all them possums paint thinner. Yes, sir, I remember. You know, do you also remember taking them all outside and, and dunking them on all that water? Yes, sir, I remember. And do you, do you remember pulling them up out of that water there? Yeah. In the hot I sun? I remember, Uncle Ricky. Yeah, did you poke them with them sticks for a while? Oh, I poked them. Yeah, you did. You did. You did poke them. So, yeah, did, did, Brady Peter Chuck, you killed them. You done, you done committed a possum murder. Yes, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but you Uncle know Ricky. what? We can't blame you now. I, listen now, you're, you're my you're my sister's son, Brady Peter Chucky. So I'm not gonna get on you. I'm not gonna spank you. I'm not gonna get on you. But but we do have ourselves a bit of a conundrum. What's that, Uncle Ricky? What are we gonna do with all this possum meat? Oh, now I got myself an idea. And now listen here now, Brady Petey Chucky. You got that big ass head of yours and I knew that you was going to have some good ideas now. Go ahead now, child. Go ahead. Eat them. Brady, Brady Petey Chucky now. <laughs> I told you. You can't go ahead now eating that ransom meat. You're going to get sick. Now I need you to use that big head of yours and come up with something a little smarter than that, okay? <laughs> How about we make a delicious shepherd's pie? God damn it now, Brady Pretty Chuck. I told you now. Anything to do with that rancid ass meat going into that mouth of yours now, it's gonna make you sick. You can't put it in you. All right? Okay, what, what if we what if we put it in a pot pie first? God damn it, Brady Pretty Chuck. I don't give a shit that we're cousins now. You go ahead and you stop with eating this rancid meat. You're gonna get sick. Okay, well, I got I got an idea. Now, this is the last one, Brady Peacher, because I tell you, Lord, is my witness, I cannot handle your bullshit no more. Okay, how about we feed it to the dogs? Now, Brady Peacher, you're talking that. That's a great idea. We got to feed them dogs. We do. And then we eat them. Brady Peacher, you talk about eating them dogs? <laughs> God damn it, Brady Peacher, I told you about making them Sam, Sammy Sassy Squatch No, Wait a second now. Was that, was that just that Sassy Squatch noise you were just making? Yes, sir. What that, is it, that, Uncle Ricky? Now that go, you know what? That big beautiful ass head of yours just came up with a beautiful idea, Brady Peter Chucky. You still have that 
gorilla mask that was too small, for, about two sizes too small for that giant ass head of yours from a couple couple Halloweens ago? Yes, I still got it. You still got that now? Okay, now, oh, Brady, I got Chucky. It. I want you to, as fast as you can, I want you to go ahead now and skedaddle on down to your mama's house. I want you to grab that gorilla mask, and then I want you to stop at your grandmammy's house, and I want you to grab anything. I mean, anything that's got fur on it. All right? You remember that big, beautiful Logitech webcam that I got for Christmas? Oh, I love that webcam. It's oh, a nice webcam now. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. I think it's... we just caught ourselves a sassy squatch. We caught ourselves a sassy squatch? And we gonna be rich. We gonna be rich! 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 And scene. That's original that's, audio. That's I forgot. Actually, I forgot I had that clip lined up. <laughs> like I had that clip lined up on the on the back burner there. So that's I, pretty much how I it legit, went. Legit, when you cut for me one time, I snorted a huge booger onto my mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get rid of it before you cut. I was like, "Don't cut back to me." <sighs> oh fuck! All right, just before we move on, then after that, that perfect uh, reproduction audio that we uh, sc- scoured from the internet. We're going to grab a beer, take a short break. We got more Sasquatch stories coming right back. We're back. All right. So th- here we go. The here we 2000, go. Uh, Matt and, and, and Rick uh, hoax, 2008 hoax was not without consequence. You had uh, Rick had originally been a Georgia corrections officer. Uh, Matt, I think it had been a sheriff or a police officer. And uh, Matt actually ended up losing his job. Uh, he lost his job. He was fired. He had to, they had to fire him because they're like, you lied about the Bigfoot thing. So if we put, if we put you on the stand, like they're going to hit you with that. And then you're automatically, it's you automatically shows your character. It's professional conduct. You're a grifter. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, the, the two of them kind of disappeared for a while, but it would not be the last time that you would hear from Rick Dyer because in Rick Dyer, tonight, don't we? (laughs) Rick Dyer would make his triumphant return in 2012. (laughs) AKA Uh, the return of Rick Dyer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So in 2012, uh, Rick Dyer claimed that he had caught another if you believe him in the first one uh that they bagged the first one bigfoot. he had caught another bigfoot bigfoot double kill that he had gotten another bigfoot and that this one was a real bigfoot that this well, one and, was the one and <laughs> the thing is like some people will be like well that seems fucking weird and r- during this period of time there's interviews with rick where he's like i did a lot of people wrong in 2008 but i know bigfoot exists so i needed to do some good and and i, I had to get one and prove all these haters wrong. So he basically was saying that, yes, the 2008 was 100% a hoax, and he felt bad. It ruined his life. But now he's been motivated, and he finally got it. He lost the lost the faith of all the Bigfoot hunters out there, and he wanted to get it back. Right. I mean, this was a redemption chances. arc. This was his what redemption are the chances, arc. chances, though? Yeah. Like, come on. It's, a, it's truly remarkable. Well, they were pretty good, or they were considered blessed. pretty good, enough for... Uh, British documentary director Morgan Matthews, uh, who is shooting a um, who is shooting a Bigfoot documentary called Shooting Bigfoot uh, in 2012, and had managed to contact both Rick Dyer and Tom Biscardi, 
uh, both personalities who were involved with the first story. And, and it listen, came out you, a, you have to go watch this documentary. Yep. It is fucking fantastic. Uh, it it's it's incredible. You gotta get uh, like listen. It's hilarious. You gotta get past a little misogyny, like, a little bit, a little bit, a <laughs> little bit, a little, little bit. But it's still pretty good. So this, uh, I the one part that fucking like to you know you really want to get under who is Rick Dyer, um, the filmmaker uh, Morgan Matthews meets up with him for the first time, and Rick Dyer has hired an assistant who's only been on the job for like two two or three days. Hey, this is Brianna. And yeah, this is Brianna. And when she corrects him, he doesn't even say her name right. No. And she like corrects him. It's Brianna. Brianna. And he's like, ah, oh, Brianna. And she goes, she's got just the loveliest of green eyes. She's like, thank you? Yeah, she's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. And then like two seconds later. I'm assuming know, they don't have an HR department. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. two minutes <laughs> later, they're fuck? in a van and he's asking Rick about like what Rick has not yet caught the 2012 big right. yeah no. and he's saying he's saying to morgan matthews he's like well you know i've been embarrassed you know my life's been ruined and you know what i need to go out there and you know what i don't care but i'm gonna kill me a bigfoot and the girl is like what you never you never told me about this what do you mean i don't think we should kill it <laughs> yeah, you never told <laughs> you know, me we're like, gonna kill upset. it you never, he's like I, we're gonna kill it <laughs> i'm uh, a vegetarian yeah, in the documentary, you have interviews with both Rick and Matt from the original, um, you know, regarding the original hoax from 2008 and talking about how um, they both were involved, you know, with Tom Biscardi prior to getting him to, uh, you know, allegedly certify that this was a real Bigfoot that they had caught in 2008. And so there was this allegation made or, you know, Rick and Matt claiming that Biscardi had paid them $50,000 for the body. They said that for the body and had also told them that he knew from the start that it was fake, but they could make a lot of money out of it without even like looking at it. He's like, I know it's fake. I will pay you $50,000 for it, but we can, and we can make a bunch of money off of this. Yeah, well, and it like, I think he was trying to say too, that it's, it's, it brings spotlight to the genre, you know, like it brings a little bit of publicity and, you know, well, listen, I mean, Tom Piscardi with between drink and snapples, all he's about is fucking grifting. And he's, okay, listen, he's we gotta, a, we gotta, we gotta elaborate a little bit on the snapples. You okay, tell so, um, <laughs> okay. So there's a point in the documentary where Morgan Matthews is in Tom Biscardi's house and he kind of corners him about the $50,000 that he allegedly paid Rick Dyer. And Tom Biscardi gets visibly upset and he goes, well, I've I've never I've never heard this before. Where'd you hear that from? Like he, you can see he gets uncomfortable. Like, how does this motherfucker know this? You can see it in his face. And he goes, Matt, Morgan Matthew goes. Well, I talked to Rick Dyer and and Matt, and he goes, you talk to them. He's like, well, you're not. Goddamn, you're making me mad. He's like, I uh, half of the Bigfoot. I mean, three quarters of Bigfoot people are full of shit. And you know, I'm glad you got me mad because I'm gonna start talking about it right now. You know what? I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. And then he just turns off camera. Joan, get me a Snapple. 
Uh, <laughs> this guy, like, I'm telling you, this is the this is the old man from Billy Madison. This is the don't tell me my business, devil woman. That's him, <laughs> like yelling at his wife off camera, just being a there's, giant. There's piece a of point shit. where he walks off camera, and I had flashbacks. I thought it was Zell yelling at us. He's like, everything <laughs> that you do back here gets picked up by the camera. Do you understand? The audio gets picked up, so it's best Snapping you snapping pens, flipping pages, <laughs> popping peas. It's He's best you stand eating. there and do nothing. You understand? Just stand there, do nothing. <laughs> Get me a snapple. I, ne- I never Peach. ask for drinks after. <laughs> so I was like, I don't drink snap. I, don't, I hate snap. Um, and then later on, later on, while they're out in the middle of the woods during a Bigfoot hunt and they think they find a, a footprint, Tom calls someone and he's like, yeah, how fast can you get out here? Because they're obviously out in the woods somewhere. We watch them travel out I think there. They're goes, in, I think they're in Farmville. They're in Virginia. They're actually yeah. in Virginia, I think. And he goes, oh, how fast can you get out here? Okay, all right, yeah, cool, see you there. Oh, hey, hey, can you bring me out a Diet Peach Schnapple uh, and a glass of ice? <laughs> and you're like, what the what? fuck, dude? Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Uh, yeah, so, um, you know, Morgan Matthews managed to put these two big guys, like these two personalities on his documentary. And it's it, the documentary is is actually fantastic. It is actually really good. I think it... Um, uh, when it released, uh, to, and it was uh, shown at a couple of film festivals, like people really liked it. They had pretty good things to say about it, and uh, I thought it was really fun. I thought it was I thought it was a gem, uh, and and fun to watch, and gives a good kind of snapshot of the, the the kind of the Bigfoot world and every every a couple different facets of the people who uh, there, hunt. Listen, and there are hunt some lovely Bigfoot. Bigfoot hunters. What are those two guys' names? I wish I could listen, remember their names. Dude, they legitimately in this movie they legitimately assemble the fucking expendables of Bigfoot hunting. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? like they're fucking ex Navy seals. All the, like what's a seal? Always a seal. Fucking it's amazing. And we, yeah. what we, we got to say, uh, fucking, we got to say that. Uh, so Rick Dyer's second attempt at the Bigfoot, it, it, the documentary starts with the nine one one dispatcher call she, that's being received from like a homeless woman in the woods mm-hmm. of San Antonio from San, in San Antonio, San yeah. Antonio. And the whole premise of Rick Dyer is like he's believing that this that he's going there, and that's where he's going to find Bigfoot. So in in this this documentary um, is where like immediately following this documentary is when Rick Dyer said that he got the body of the Bigfoot, and it, if you kind of believe in his narrative and in his claim is that on the night that he was out there with the uh, with Matthews like Matthews goes out with him on this hunt you know after he, he gets they get this it know, is they go in and they investigate this camp of um, a homeless woman who's living out in the woods of San Antonio uh, is reported to 911 they had a Bigfoot he goes out there he talks to her and um, I, I assume her I think it's her boyfriend and then somebody else there there was a rather large crew of homeless people living in the woods actually yeah I I think San Antonio I know in the, in the, uh, in the documentary, they, they show kind of, I'm not 100%. The, the on. one homeless lady felt terrible about snitching on Sasquatch. Yeah, yeah she did. <laughs> she did. It was, I was actually caught a little heartfelt when she's like, I know, you know, she's like, she's like, he's just living out here. And you know, I wouldn't want him calling 911 on me living out here as well. Feel and a little bad. Just trying to survive. Just trying to survive. I was like, Oh, <laughs> uh, so and now you have uh, Rick Dyer claiming that he caught the Bigfoot here. Um, they had shot the Bigfoot, and he had, you know, taken the body, managed to retrieve the body after he shot it, and put it on 
ice and preserve the body uh, to be exhibited later. So this is 2012. The second so, time. The second yeah, time. the second time. Okay. Right. So and this is 2012. Road show. Right. And 2012. It took now, was this the opener years. for the world's oldest tractor? Yeah. Well, it took them about two years to get the corpse out. And was there for, for the Minnesota Iceman? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, so. It, uh, hey, fun fact. You know, they named him Hank, right? Hank. Right. Do you know why? Why? Because uh, Hank three was an investor. Right. Hank the third. Hank William. Hel- Hank Williams the third. Hank uh-huh. three. Alleged investor of the. Uh, amazing? Of the investors that Rick Dyer claimed that he had uh, who were uh, had provided financials for him to exhibit or his traveling exhibit of this Bigfoot body. Now, uh, after they had retrieved the body uh, in 2012, it took about until 2014 to him actually kind of taking this thing on the road. And, and in that time, he said that the body had been, or he claimed that the body had been kept at a prestigious university in the Northwest, which he refused to name. And it had been autopsied and taxidermied. And if you look up pictures of the Bigfoot, you can, you know, just go ahead and Google 2000, like 2014 dead Bigfoot, Rick Dyer. Um, it pops up and you can see uh, like incisions and cuts in the body, which he says were a result. Like these were the results of the autopsy of them removing organs uh, now, for samples. These, now and these DNA little testing. Here, That's where we had to cut it open so we could jam in all the fucking possums. possums. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, there's a picture of uh, Rick Dyer alongside the Bigfoot there. If you're following, yep, him. yep, Hank, him and Hank, yeah, hanging with Hank, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's tons of pictures. I mean, there's tons of great pictures of it. Uh, it it's, it's been around for a while. Uh, so they're, they're all out there if everyone take, wants to take a look at them. And um, so they autopsied, according to Dyer, they had autopsied the corpse and then they had taxidermied it, you know, preserved it in order for him to, you know, be ready to exhibit this body to the public. Um you know, uh, but Rick came out after, you know, in 2014, he had kind of rebranded himself uh, as the Bigfoot tracker or no, the, no, uh, the master tracker, master, tracker. the master, master, the master tracker. tracker. Guys, there's a great scene in the documentary <laughs> where he Rick is getting his car that is has the most decals on it you've ever seen claim like a Bigfoot unbelievable Bigfoot master master yeah, he has a huge like he has a huge SUV everything says Bigfoot tracker yeah and uh, so he's getting a decal it. right on the front windshield that says Big Bigfoot master tracker and uh Morgan Matthews goes uh, is there some sort of certificate to be a master tracker and Rick fucking looks at him and he's like, is there some sort of certificate to be an asshole filmmaker? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Dude, I, oh, I, I don't fuck. know. I don't know a lot of what went on in that documentary. But one thing I know for sure is that the fucking tension between Rick and Morgan, these two guys did not like each other. We, it is. It is very palpable. We all watched is, it um, and we all thought like while watching it, if you, when you watch it the first time, like this guy might kill him out here in the woods. He almost did. You might kill him. Yeah, yeah. There, there's the, there's definitely some parts in the uh, that documentary where you gen you feel genuine concern for Matthew's well being. That he very well could have easily been injured while do injured or well, even killed he, during well, that. Okay, but he could have ended up like one of them possums. and not he, and not by Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you, yeah. um, <laughs> like that. I just can't get over those scenes with Rick. Where first off, Rick is in his ginch seventy five percent of the time. 
<laughs> for some reason. Always in his game. Always. It's hot. Um, it's hot in San Antonio. <laughs> they 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 hang up because the, the news report is that you know they whatever this homeless woman saw they saw it drag off a deer carcass right so right. Rick's genius idea is that well you know what the closest thing to a deer carcass is fucking baby back ribs from Walmart barbecue yes. baby back ribs premium mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he puts them in a tree and the tree is maybe. It's like a tree stump that's broke, so it's yeah. just a, like a long tree stump. A tree would be generous. It's a yeah, dead it's, fall. It's like a, like a low hanging branch. Yeah, yeah it, it's, About it's, chest, it's like it's chest maybe high. yeah. Well, I don't maybe know how tall high. Rick is. It's six feet. But for I'm gonna sure. but six it. feet. Let's say so. This tree at the absolute height is six foot one, and he places this slab of meat <laughs> ribs slab of meat uh, to lure Bigfoot, uh, and then they leave. Uh, there is, and there's also, there's claim that he, he puts some type of proprietary blend of seasonings on the, <laughs> his special the, blend the of baby back ribs. Yeah. And one of, one of the ingredients, I think I came across a couple articles, like one or two articles that had claims that he had actually used uh, urine, whether it was his or, or, or an animal urine. I, I can't, I wasn't t- totally clear uh, and put <laughs> it on the baby back ribs to make them more either inviting or pungent, I suppose. So, yeah. If, any, if we know anything, Big, Bigfoot loves piss covered ribs. And then, and Big sorry, time. he, the next day they go out there and they walk to the tree and lo and behold, the ribs are gone. Mm. And Rick, Rick in like the most office scene I've ever seen, like Michael Scott looks at it like points and he's like, Bigfoot, Bigfoot had to take nothing else could have taken that. He's like, he's like touching his hand where the ribs were. And mm. Morgan's like, well, like a raccoon could have got it or, you know, like. Anything like that? What are the fucking homeless people? Yeah, he's like, he's like, no, I tied it on there, so something would have really had to jerk that off. And he goes, so you're saying Bigfoot had to jerk the meat? And he's like, yeah, Bigfoot jerked the meat. And like, <laughs> you can just tell that like Morgan just doesn't like this guy setting him up. Um, what we didn't mention is earlier in the documentary, Rick like gets some gun from some random guy who gives him a fucking. A gun. We don't really know what kind of caliber it is, but he just I'm, gives I'm him pretty, this rifle. I'm pretty sure it's it's a uh, it's a thirty out six model seven ten. Oh, uh, and he might have bought it. He, I'm thinking he bought that one at a gun show. Is what the what, uh, but didn't they what the in the documentary? It's he shows up. He's like, don't film this. I don't want to show this guy's face. And he gets a gun yeah. from the dude. Yeah, he might have bought it from somebody. Uh, but isn't like, it in Texas a rule that like, you can just give people guns? There's no registration. You can buy. You can buy them. I think you can buy them from like pri- like private owners. I don't know. I'm not exactly sure in the gun sale laws, but no. So, I, I think you can buy them from gun shows and you don't need like a background check or anything. Dude, you can and just- the, these guys go out at night and like Morgan's just asking genuine questions to Rick. Like like these these are small trees in the San Antonio woods and like Rick is in the middle of the night. He, it looks like he's got a tactical flashlight on the front of the gun, but it's later revealed that that's just duct taped on. He, and he's, he quickly, he's shining that up yeah. in the trees and Morgan Matthews is like, dude, isn't this a little a bit unrealistic to be looking at? He's like, unrealistic that a 500 pound man get up there? So then Rick climbs a tree and Morgan's just watching him climb a tree and he gets up there. He goes, pass me the gun. He passes him the gun. He's like, all right, well, how long are you going to sit up there? He's like, three hours. <laughs> he's like, okay, all right, well, I'll go back to camp. Well, see you see later. You later. <laughs> but like, dude, sketchy, man. Like he's he's waving that fucking firearm around, 
pointing at one point Morgan Matthews is like, Hey man, like don't point that at me. You're pointing at me. And he drops the gun. He goes careful with that. And Rick, like you, this is like a really like telling of who Rick is. He gets really upset. He's like, don't fucking tell me how to handle the firearm. He picks it up and he throws it down again. He's like, see, I can do what I want. Motherfucker. This rifle like, has a scope on it. So <laughs> yeah. And he's getting super aggressive with him. Yeah. So I also then, think <laughs> I saw my doubts about Rick being a, uh, being a legitimate Bigfoot hunter when he thinks that the best, uh, footwear is cowboy boots for <laughs> trekking around the woods. I forgot You're trying to say that. he's not a master tracker? <laughs> I forgot I mean, about that. Cowboy I don't boots. Know. I don't know, Dan. I've seen some fucking master tracking in Yellowstone. All those fuckers wear. Yeah, but they're on man. horses. He, he, yeah, they got walked to. He really. fucking bails some on walking. some like wet leaves. And Morgan Matthews goes like, are you wearing cowboy boots? And he's like, God damn, I love my cowboy boots. I wear them wherever I want. I wear them wherever. I love them. I always wear cowboy boots. So upset. You're like, holy, calm down. Like, easy, bro. Good. Easy. So, uh, so, you know, following the, the, the documentary and, you know, now he's got Hank, he's got his hands on Hank and he's getting ready to uh, exhibit this to the people. Now, Rick claimed that he had a deal or he had set up a deal prior <laughs> Uh, to to his whole like um you know he had gotten a trailer and had put in like a put Hank inside of a large glass case you know people could see it very it's it's very sideshow e like yeah. you would imagine it, it, like, it's a it sideshow it's a it's a yeah. roaming carnival show uh, yeah he's a carny he's yeah. a fucking legitimately a carny and uh, prior to that he said that he had actually been trying to work out a deal with a uh, some prestigious museum which he didn't name and he said that uh, you know they're they are asking him in an interview about well you know why take it out why not exhibit this at a museum at a legitimate institution you know with all of the credibility that comes with it he was saying that well I don't want to do it with them because they said it would take 18 months for them to set up the exhibition and I want to get it to the people now. So that was his reasoning behind taking it out on the road uh, with, with no real, you know, any backing of any type except from these investors. Uh, one of them allegedly being Hank Williams, the third, I guess. <laughs> and, um, you know, to take Hank out on the road and, and show it to the people because he felt like that is the most, or, you know, that's what he says is the most important part. There's now, a great, there's a great clip of him being questioned about that. And he's on stage and he's like, listen, I'm, you know, I'm about the money. And then, and, and then someone's like, uh, or he goes, he's like, I'm about the money. And all the crowds are kind of like, you can see it sour. And then they're like, he's like, I made nine. I already made $9 million. And I was like, then why do you need my 10 bucks? <laughs> and then he says, so yeah, so I can have 9 million and $10. This is yeah. America. Uh, was what he was reported to have said or responded to that, and this this apparently took place at the, one of the uh, the Alamo draft houses. So, in one of the uh, <laughs> one of the articles that was written, uh, a, a reporter had had a great write up in it. Uh, I think it was like Texas Monthly uh, about the whole experience and and kind of like trekking around to a couple of spots with uh, Rick uh, with the with the traveling Hank body and. He said that they went to one Alamo draft house. And if you look it up, there's like a news report about Rick and talking about like, oh, if you want to see the body, go to the Alamo draft house where they'll be uh, exhibiting a film about the, the the capture of the creature. But what when I read another article, what actually happened is that they went there and the the movie that they showed, the film that they showed was a six million dollar man where he fights Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> they amazing. didn't show the documentary. They didn't show anything. They showed the six million dollar man where he fights Bigfoot. 
And they didn't even know that was going to happen. Nobody knew. (laughs) That's fucking great. Oh, man. So after all this, like this is about, I think this is about February. Um, you know, about January, like January, February, you have Rick traveling around in San Antonio and, and other places in Texas, like up into, I think it went to like Paris, like up in the panhandle and a couple other places in Texas driving around with Hank. And, uh, but in March, uh, the end of March, March 28, 2014, uh, Rick announced, uh, on Facebook that the body of the Bigfoot that he had been, uh, putting out was fake. And he said that he came out and said that he had pulled the entire stunt for attention um, and he had paid somebody to create a dummy uh, that looked like Bigfoot that he could take on tour. Oh, man, he's uh, going to have to pay back all that nine, nine million and ten dollars. <laughs> I, I think it was closer to I. Th- there were estimates. I think he made somewhere around like, well, 20 to 60 thousand dollars is what I heard. Like for no, the not, whole not a ton, the whole thing. Right. And, uh, you know, if you believe Rick, I think Rick said that they made about 20,000 and then he but he that he broke even that he had to pay out the people that he had. He had like two or three people uh, that were on staff uh, with him. Uh, it's kind of handle it's got, all of guys things. got a fucking assistant. For sake. Uh, but you know, it, but if you're wondering if perhaps like somebody would say, you know, maybe this is the same thing, uh, you know, uh, some g- shadowy government agency had come and taken the real body. Uh, you know, it was later reported that Chris Russell of twisted toy box in Spokane, Washington admitted to uh, taking a $700 mummy costume and, uh, you know, at the request of Rick, and then turning it into this, doing a custom job on it, which ended up costing about $4,500 American to turn it into a latex foam and camel hair covered <laughs> uh, facsimile of a Bigfoot. You know, the most amazing thing about this is like, you look at the timeline. He did the first time he did this was in 2005. And the second time he did it was what, 2008 or 12? No, he did it 2008 and then 2012. Yeah. Okay, so 2014, yeah. Okay, so 2008, 2014. All right, this isn't this isn't the 80s, right? Like we, yeah, you, you don't think there's gonna be a record of this shit that you've done this twice? Like who was he thinking he was gonna? This is like the fucking staircase all over again. The guy's wife randomly falls down a fucking set of stairs, and then his new wife randomly falls down a set of stairs. Like come the fuck on. He was trying to get you know pay amends for his first hoax by making Holy f- another hoax. Another- <laughs> Well, Here, here's the thing. He, I guarantee you, the guy watched Double Jeopardy. He's like, "Hey, once you do one hoax, you can't get busted for another hoax." Everybody knows that. No, yeah. it's fucking foolproof. It, Double it, Jeopardy. It, he's like, "Fool me once, shame on me." So that's you. This one's on me. If you believe me again, that's on you. Absolutely. Now, now, what what, um, what came about this? Because I'm not sure if do we gloss over it real quick. That like Morgan Matthews, like in the documentary, filmed a Bigfoot. And he claimed, right? We didn't talk about that. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Well, here's here's what I think. Here's what I think. Here's what I think. I think Rick Dyer had a master plan. He had a master plan uh, when he brought when he agreed to have Morgan Matthews film this Bigfoot documentary. Um, During the documentary, there's scenes where um, they leave for the night. They come back and. fucking raw ribs are thrown into Morgan Matthews tent on his sleeping covered bag. In covered, in, covered, covered in bugs. Covered in bugs. He's like, bugs. he's like, Rick, what the fuck, man? Why? Like, why did you? He's like, I didn't do that. I didn't do it. And it's like, it's painfully obvious 
that it's Rick. Like you, when you see this guy, you watch the documentary, you're like, this is Rick doing it. This is Rick doing this. Um, and at the end of the documentary, well, it could have been Bigfoot and he just doesn't like your uncovered ribs. It's and it's true. Yeah. And he was mad. <laughs> Maybe he got Morgan to pee on them and that was never disclosed. That's why. So he yeah. sniffed it and he's like, fuck this guy. Um, return to sender. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, uh, so the last night they're there, he's screaming. And like Rick's getting weirder and weirder as this is going on. One night he's looking out the scope and he pulls, he's like, there's a little girl out there wearing a dress. It's crazy, man. There's a little girl in a dress. Like looking through his scope and like Morgan's like, okay, well, he's like, he literally lays down with the camera. He goes, I think Rick's trying to freak me out. Uh, he's scaring me. I'm going to leave the camera on because. Yeah. He says, I'm, I'm not going to sleep. I'm like, not going to sleep. Probably not gonna this sleep. guy's fucking crazy. Um, so the following night, Morgan hears something with the camera on and pops up and he's like, Rick, Rick, Rick. Rick runs out in his gang. She's got the gun and he's following Rick and he's like, what is it, Rick? What is it? And then he starts saying to Rick, don't shoot anything. Whatever it was sounded human. Don't shoot anything. And then as they kind of come around this corner, you see something appears to be a Bigfoot. That's Bigfoot. what I would say. It's Bigfoot and, and it's, 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 it's no further than 10 feet in front of Rick. Like, and it, it, as they're running, it startles Morgan. Like, you can tell there's a genuine, like, ah, I'm just being spooked in the dark of something being there. And then, like, everything kind of runs. The Bigfoot runs, and then Rick just sprints after it. Hmm. So then Morgan... So in his Bigfoot, cowboy boots. Yep. Yeah, Bigfoot and, and Rick underwear, just underwear. sprint into the woods. Uh, I guess Rick after it. And Morgan's like, Rick! Rick, don't shoot it! What? Like, Rick! And all of a sudden, you start hearing gunfire going off. And you're like, and you hear Morgan be like, holy fuck, like, Rick, what are you doing? Rick, I can't see. Where are you? Uh, and he says, I'm going back to camp, Rick. And he's kind of standing in the dark. And then he turns and you see Bigfoot rush and like just, it must bull him over. Knocked or hit him, him right through. Yep. And uh, the ground hits and then Rick comes running back over and goes, Stands him up, and the first thing he says is, let me see the tape. Rewind the let footage. Let me see the tape. Rewind, Rewind the footage. Rewind the footage. I got to see. And these two get in a little fight, and it's caught on camera later where Rick's like, I fucking own everything on that fucking tape. Give it to me. And Morgan's like, yo, go fuck yourself, and leaves. And it shows a picture of Morgan. And Morgan looks like he got hit with a fucking two-piece in a soda. Uh, little one-two's got a black eye, fucking cut nose. Looks like he was hit in the face with something. Um, I believe Rick's original plan was that he had a friend come out there and assault Morgan <laughs> in a Bigfoot costume 100%. In, in the dark. And then that's why he immediately said, let's see the tape because he needed to make sure it looked like that he fight. got the shot, right? That they got a big, because if he didn't get a Bigfoot shot, then they were going to have to do something else to get it, right? So he's like, let me see the tape. Let me see the tape. Rewind it. That's the first thing that I'm like, holy fuck, you okay? Did I shoot it? Nothing like nothing you would normally do. It's like, let me see the tape. To me, so that's is that really the telling. Sa- is that the Sasquatch that's in the freezer though? No. Well, what happened is, is so Morgan's like, go fuck yourself. So Rick's Rick, knowing this movie comes out, says, yeah, he has that footage. It's That's real. I went back there with a friend and we hunted it and we killed it. So he's saying that after the event, so what I believe is, I believe Morgan kind of threw a wrench in his plans because he thought this was going to be, he was going to be able to set this up as corroborating evidence 
right? And have this footage in his back pocket. And then Morgan like releases Dr. Me, making him look like a fucking asshole. And so he just had to go his own plan of going back. Yeah, we shot it. Yeah, we killed it. Because yeah. if there's one thing I know, I'm telling you right now, Bigfoot did not attack Morgan Matthews. I'm not so sure. Like, says you. Says me. So sure. yeah. Says you. All the buildup tells me it was Rick. Some. It was either Rick. It was a friend of Rick Dyer's or an accomplice. It wasn't a friend because Rick Dyer gets asked earlier on in the documentary, hey, That's Rick, true. do you have any friends? And he goes, no, I ain't got any friends, brother. Sad, isn't it? I ain't it? got no one. Yeah, it's sad, sad, isn't it? It's a very sad part. It's very... It was sad. Uh, oh, man, poor Rick. Sad part. No wonder he's hoaxing um, Bigfoot. But even though Dyer acknowledged that the body was the body that they had, that they've been exhibiting, was fake, he still goes on to maintain that he did shoot and kill Bigfoot. But he didn't reveal the actual body because he he feared that it would be stolen. Sticking to the same so story still from 2008. The man yeah. who killed Bigfoot. <laughs> so you, you can't deny this guy. Right. This guy, and, you, shot, um, you shot him. You know, so... That was 2014. What's what's Rick up to these days? Well, you oh, might ask yourself. What is he up to? Well, uh, so Rick Dyer, hold on, I got to pull it up here. Uh, Rick <clears throat> is, you know, he used to have a, a YouTube following on his uh, Bigfoot channel, which he has turned uh, into, he's transitioned his 16,000 subscribers onto, you know, his he's, he's rebranded. He's now Rick on the move. And he... Uh, Gives this is you know as of fourteen days ago, as you're listening to this, he posts videos on uh, how to sell used cars and don't worry about checking people's credit, and uh, he just gives used car advice. Come on and, down to Rick's Car Barn. Uh, his most popular video right now has 220 views, and he gets no comments. Uh, well, he has comments opened. So, of course, I couldn't help myself, so I had to ask him. I said, hey, Rick, what's the best used vehicle to take in the woods for a Bigfoot hunt? Should I be looking for something in particular? FYI, I have zero credit. <laughs> and we'll, we'll see. He literally responds to everyone. So if you want to go check out uh, Rick's, uh, what is it, Rick on the Move, that's his his new scheme, I'm going to call it, because this guy is a schemer and a grifter. He's a grifter. If you if if you start watching one of his videos and you go, that sounds like an idea, slap yourself in the face and then throw some water in your face because it's not. It's a scam. Uh, He's good at it. So it, it this this whole thing, like the documentary is great uh, that if you get this thing, because it's not just Rick. You also have. Um, I wish I remember those like two Rick. guys' names. Uh, it's Dwayne and I can't remember the other guy's name. I, it's one of them's Dwayne and, and I can't remember the other one. Um, but they're, I think they're actually known within the Bigfoot uh, community. I've seen like, them on other stuff. Well, yeah, I've seen they, them. They show, they show their office and their office is jam packed with Bigfoot research. Packed. Every yeah. drawer, walls, everything. So you know they've been in yeah. it for a long time. So I, I think the documentary is great at giving you this this different this snapshot of different facets. You have you have the guys like and like Dwayne and uh, you know who are out there uh, you know making Bigfoot calls and they kind of go out there in Listen their truck. They just farts. go down country roads and uh, looking for 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 Sasquatch uh, out They're there. They're playing fucking music on a f old tape player, right? Um, you've got Tom Biscardi out there. Uh, you know, taking kind of the the corporate approach, I guess, for lack of a better word, uh, to to the Bigfoot 
to the Bigfoot phenomenon. You know, he's got a whole company based on it, a whole media empire uh, that around centered around the search for Bigfoot. Uh, he comes off a very um, uh, <laughs> like he da- Dallas Gilbert. We should actually do his story because he he claims to he was attacked by Bigfoot. But honestly, him and his him and his I'm gonna say heterosexual friend. <laughs> I you know that uh, they have a very uh, honestly I love the two of them. They're the best part of the the best part yeah, of the they movie. seem they seem They're like genuine. pretty pretty nice dudes. Yep, genuine. Oh, he genuine, genuine. He died. Dallas Gilbert. R.I.P. Raise one for him. Way to bring it down. But we should we should talk about his case one time because uh, fuck, it's phenomenal. Yeah, we'll give we'll give him a memorial episode. I suppose. Yeah, I guess the least we could do. Least we could do. And um, and then you've got Rick out there as well. And Rick is kind of a self described showman of the things. He he goes he in multiple interviews he compares himself to like a he's like a contemporary or like a modern day PT Barnum kind of says you know <laughs> PT Barnum's out there exhibiting all this crazy stuff like why can't we do it now? It's about this. It's about the spectacle. It's not about whether it's true or not. It's about you know getting people to to. I guess, you know, garner interest in the subject to some extent. And then he, you know, he kind of says a lot of times that it is more about seeing kids come in and, and smile and kind of look at it, whether they're, you know, they're skeptical about it because they're like asking all these questions about like, you know, why are his feet covered? Like, why is he so big? And questions that are kind of kids will, kids would ask. And some of them he struggles to answer very, that would seem seemingly be simple if you knew, exactly what the creature was um but he says like you know seeing kids walk out of there with like you know wonderment in their eyes and smiles he says that's the most important part that's or at least mo- that's what he claimed not the i just, just want to give credit to these two guys dallas gilbert and wayne burton are Sorry, wayne the, yeah are mm. the two fucking standouts from that documentary true bigfoot hunters hunt your whole life never find them but oh, they're they out there him. they found they him. Got he, out there. he fucking pointed one out on the yeah. documentary. Well, I, sorry, yeah. I should say you've never shot and displayed one on ice. Yeah, you know they're up there. I think I think they were they were staunchly against killing it. I think they didn't say that they wanted to kill it. I think Rick was the only one who wanted to kill it. I even think Tom Biscardi was more like they need to bring in a live specimen. I think they were more about bringing it in alive. So yeah, well mm-hmm. yeah, he's like, what do you think those taser taser guns are for? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right. Um, so, I mean, that's one of the things that in the, in the Bigfoot community, that's kind of still like it, the, it's a big matter of debate whether, you know, you can shoot these things. I think, um, <laughs> there was a, there was a statement by, I think the Texas like game warden and uh, they were said that Texas does not officially recognize Bigfoot as existing. So therefore, you know, this is a, a news report called them about, uh, about shooting Bigfoot, killing a Bigfoot. Like what would, what kind of documentation would you need? And so they said that the game warden was like, we don't really ex- acknowledge that it exists in Texas. So you just need a hunting license, I guess, <laughs> which they got. So, I mean, you can buy those at like Walmart, Dude, but you there are states <laughs> that have Bigfoot hunting licenses. There are so yeah, there are some that actually like you, you need to a buy special a tag. permit for hunting Bigfoot. And yeah. there's some that have that you can't kill a Bigfoot. I think some of the, there's some states that actually have a thing that recognize Bigfoot as an actual creature and, and prohibit the hunting of Bigfoot. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. <clears throat> I mean, so if someone brought a Bigfoot though, say to your hometown, Dan, they're like real Bigfoot here, Bigfoot here. Come on in. It's real Bigfoot. I, 
You're going for sure. Oh yeah, 100%. I totally go. Like, I don't care. Oh, I'd go. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like sideshows. I like Ripley's Believe It or Not and stuff like that. I don't know if I'd pay twenty dollars though because you got to shell it. He was he was charging twenty dollars to see it. I am paying. Listen, I'm paying. It's not the world's oldest tractor. I don't want nothing to do with it. I, I, it's very for just one thing. Like if I were pay, if I were going into a, hey, listen, a museum, Dan, what 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 happens if they had dead Sasquatch or Sasquatch and and the guy with the really long fingernails? Would you pay twenty bucks? Like sixteen dollars, maybe. What, what about that and Batboy? Nah, I'd go twenty dollars. Like right, at least three exhibits of something that stuff I want to okay. see. Need, then I'd be like twenty dollars. You need but three, I, believe it or not, and you're in. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. About. Yeah. That's it needs about a three right. on the Ripley scale. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> uh, let's get into final thoughts. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'll go first here. I've always believed that there could be a Bigfoot. Some like yeah, your un- dad's one undiscovered. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. Well, Dan would Dan would be some type of different. You know, he's not tall enough, but no, I said your dad. Oh, my dad. Discuss this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yes, <laughs> but I've all I've always believed that there could be a Bigfoot out there, like an undiscovered species that's intelligent that just hides in the deep, darkest places that humans don't venture. You know, the the mountains of the Pacific Northwest or like the Himalayas, like rural, harsh climates that if you were intelligent, you could evade. Let's say you could evade humanity because we don't go there very, very, very <clears throat> rarely. So I've always thought that. I mean, when it comes to a guy who's hoaxed one and then hoaxed two and then sticks to the same story, like, well, yeah, the original body was taken by government agents and I decided to still display a fake one because I thought, like, we put all this work into it, I should do it. I mean, good for him. He's he's a capitalist at, at his finest here. He found an opportunity. He faked a Bigfoot. And then a few years later, he did a better one. I don't know what do, what do you what what do you say to this one? It's fun. I want I want I would like to talk more to uh, uh, Mr. Morgan, the documentary maker, and see like what yeah, like, what is his story on like just to get his experience of filming I'm being that assaulted just just filming that in general and like does he start like think it's all a sham and then he's like oh shit like this guy's oh it may, oh and then like may, I think in that in that scenario I agree that. He had someone working with him. Maybe it was just one of the homeless people. He paid him a hundred bucks to hate and put this on and run through and tackle the camera guy. So do I think Bigfoot lives in the woods of San Antonio or in the hills of Georgia? I do not. I think it's too close to a population, like uh, too close to us. I don't think it's harsh or rural enough to hide. So I think, uh, I think if he wants to do a third one, and he wants to really go for it, he should go to the mountains of Washington or BC or Vancouver Island somewhere and really go for it. Like, really find a bit. Fuck fucking that. S- we should do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he well. made 20,000 G's, man. <laughs> that's, that's why I think I think uh, it was. it's fun. It was a great documentary. Highly recommend watching it and just looking at all the characters. As It is, as Andrew said, it's the A-team, pretty much. Like, these are the best. This is a great team of Bigfoot hunters. And uh, it was it was fun Master looking. trackers, master trackers, yeah, buddy. This was the Avengers before the Avengers came out. Like this is, this is you true. had this. Never was there a team up movie. The conglomerate that brought together so many big names. Conglomerate of Bigfoot hunters. 
Uh, I'm go. I'll go next. Uh, final thoughts. Like, you know, R- Rick Jire is a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so is Big Tom. Tom's a big piece of shit as well. <laughs> They're like honestly scumbags. Like that's the that's the opinion I have them of them after researching this case. Um, they they pretend to support the cause of researching Bigfoot and stuff. And I'm a huge Bigfoot fan. I believe there is a possibility of a giant ape-like creature out there that we haven't discovered. Um, And these guys are just, these guys are, you know, they're just like, uh, what's that fucking idiot, David Weiss, uh, with the Flat Earth Society, right? Like, they're just grifting people to make money off of of a cause. Like, they're just, they found that people are interested, people want it, and they're exploiting that. Uh, I... I I think they're scumbags, to be honest. They hurt the cause, people like this. Unfortunately, it's on all aspects um, because then when you have people like this, and, I, and I'm not talking about Dallas or Wayne. Those two guys are fucking beauties. But like Tom and, you know, whatever Bigfoot research place he has, like they're, they're just doing a disservice to everything uh, by constantly like pumping out these hoaxes and perpetuating hoaxes. It's just sad, man. It, I, it's it's shitty that people will do that, and then, you know, we didn't learn the first time in two thousand eight that this guy we let him get the attention. Uh, a second time, it it, it 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 was sad. But those are my thoughts. Do I still think Bigfoot could be out there? Yeah, I, I do. I just I just don't believe like those ho- that nine one one call of the homeless woman seeing something drag off a deer carcass that was real. Right, and that's the nugget of truth that fucking Rick Dyer needed to sneak to his greasy hand through the door. Next, who wants it? Yeah, I, I to just go on what Braden said. I think like I think these guys do a bigger disservice than any skeptic or anybody else could. You know, they just do nothing but further further discredit the fucking movement and go after anybody who is actually like any legitimate, you know, experts when you look into like cryptozoology or anything like that. Like it just paints, it's, it's sad because it ends up painting everybody with that same shitty brush that they're all grifters and phonies and shit. And like to be so lazy to try and do the same exact fucking thing twice. The exact, it's the same fucking story <laughs> twice. You know what? Andrew, literally. Andrew, like, I just got a, I mean, yeah, I got a quick thought on yours because it just reminds you know what these guys are? These are government agents purposely infiltrating the community to discredit it. And that's why they purposely go. do these stupid mm. hoaxes over and over again. Keep going, though. Well, Sorry, Andrew. Because Sasquatch is an agent for the U.S. government, right? Yeah. Yeah. U.S. Conservancy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that's, it's just like, just this, this guy's fucking lazy. He's a lazy grifter. And I hope that he really didn't make, like, I hope all the money he made, I hope he didn't break even. I hope he's in fucking debt from this. And I hope he's fucking, I just, the guy's a piece of shit. Like this is just a, he literally, I don't understand how there can't be some, like people can't come back after him, especially after he admitted that it was fucking fake. I think they did. They did try to sue him for fraud. Uh, That's too bad. Like I hope they win. But I don't, I don't think, I I don't, I don't think he got charged. I think Um, here's the, the great thing about doing a perpetuating a scam like this is like, it's 20 bucks. You know what I mean? Like, it's more work and more money to try to go after him to get yeah. your 20 bucks back. All right. And it's, yeah. I think it's very easy for, to make a case to be like, 
It's what, yeah, it, because of, because it, these hoaxes and things like this that that Dyer has done, it's like, well, what sane person would believe that this man caught Bigfoot? You know, you could just show him clips from the documentary because that's be what like, he said, though. Like he's, he's I know, purposely why, misleading any, people. Per, like any rational person who believes that and then pays their money. It's like that's at their own risk. It'd be different if he stumbled. If he, it would be worth it to me though if he stumbled upon something and being like, "Holy fuck, this could be Bigfoot." This frozen block of ice. It's he put this fucking thing together. He created this elaborate fucking thing and stuffed it with fucking possum meat and misled people. <laughs> like, fuck. There's it. a great uh, like a news report um, on the 2014 when the press release comes out where they're talking about this press release and one of the girls on like the news station goes, oh yeah, the guy who perpetuated a Bigfoot hoax is the first person to ever capture one. Yeah. And like, okay. <laughs> and then it comes to someone else. I'm like, it's probably like, like, you know, you know what I mean? Like no one's going to believe that shit. Mm. My final thoughts is, uh, you know, I'm on this same kind of lines as everybody else. I think the the kind these kinds of hoaxes do do a a disservice to people who are actually uh, serious about Bigfoot or at least serious about their inquiries into whether a large bipedal hominid creature could be living in some of the more inhospitable regions that still exist in nature. Uh, there there's some genuine interest among some academics of whether that could be and and whether it's just a flight of fancy it's just speculation or there's just something fun to think about it's like that's still fine like i still find that okay um i do i think that uh like rick dyer uh, should be totally hammered for him try, you know lying about it and bringing out this thing i, I kind of don't because i can kind of see the point that he is a showman or he sees himself as a showman. So it's like, it's very much the circus. It's a, it's something that you provide as a spectacle. You know, it's like going to the movies, you know, you go to the movies, like these people in the movies aren't really doing the things that they're say they're doing or, there's a movie like the Blair Witch that is posted like a, a mockumentary or something like that. If you paid to see the Blair Witch and you thought it was a real documentary and then you came out and like, that's not a real documentary. I want my money back for the movie. And it's like, well, no, it's like what? What? No. <laughs> like, why would you go in there and believe that that's a documentary? Um, yeah. But do they say like at the beginning, there's usually a disclaimer. It's like, this is 100% real. Like he's coming out, banging the table, being like, this is fucking real. I shot he this says myself. He's, <laughs> at one point he says, he goes, or I guess it's Todd, uh, Big Todd goes, it's as real as you and me standing right here. Yeah. Like he's, he <laughs> swears by it. It's right. Like he's, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I'm just saying that it could be, it would be very easy to make the case to be, um, you know, if he took it to court. I would, if I were defending him, I would definitely just say like, why would any rational person when the state of Texas says that Bigfoot doesn't exist, why would you believe a person, uh, like this guy here, uh, used I do car declare he does owner, not exist. Former you must used acquit. car lot owner, Rick Dyer, mm. who, uh, hunts Bigfoot <laughs> in underwear and, uh, cowboy boots as is documented in this documentary. Why would you, if you believe that he caught Bigfoot and you pay $20, then, well, you deserve to lose that $20 because yeah. you're, uh, you're kind of doing does yourself. not exist. You must acquit. A fool and his <laughs> money are soon parted. Yeah. I, I like seeing weird stuff as much as the I next person. I would have gone and seen it. Uh, if it was 100%. Um, if I came to town, I would see it. Yeah. So I can't, I can't be like, yeah, that he totally hates things, but 
Um, I would have been the kid on, on the first Jurassic Park. They're going to look. Yeah, like I'll, I'll keep going. Like, I'll keep looking at stuff that I, I just found it really interesting. The the Bigfoot, the Bigfoot community is a very chock full of strange personalities. And um, these guys are definitely names in it now. At least Tom Biscardi still is. I think Rick Dyer is now retired now that he has a he's Carlotte. He's he's living the dream. Yeah, uh, he's made it out. But you have other people that are in there. Um, you know, like the statements from Matt Moneymaker and Cliff Berrickman is still out there um, doing some uh, documentaries and things. So, uh, you know, the search for Bigfoot continues and I will be I won't be satisfied until they pull him out of the flying saucer and they say he's an alien. And when that happens, we'll be the first on the case. Yeah, we'll be right. We'll there. be right there. <laughs> we'll be the first into the trailer that's sitting on the side of a San Antonio uh, highway. Yeah. <laughs> exhibiting alien Bigfoot. Mm. Fun case. Watch the documentary. Shooting Bigfoot. Highly recommend. Um, if you see Rick Dyer, punch him in the neck. <laughs> Don't buy any used car from him. <laughs> Don't buy anything. From <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Who do we got this week? The first theorite of the week of 2022. Uh, this week's theorite of the week is Michael Laurent Cesares. I probably butchered that. But. That sounded right. Yeah, post it up, man. That was a, it was a good it was a good meme. It's fucking awesome. It, it was a, it was great. He made a meme. And said, "Thanks for all you do. You, 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 not you, Mister Conspiracy. You, 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 <laughs> and all bunch of different pictures that were bunch of very covers. Nice yeah, collage of the last year. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, we'll make sure we'll make sure to include include that on our socials. We do doing a weekly roundup of all that kind of stuff. So, thank you very much." First theorite of the week of 2022, getting off strong start to podcasting. Still love it as much as ever, so nothing's going to stop us except if you listen to the extravaganza, two of us must die before the show will stop. Depending on who they are as well, so. Well, I'm feeling pretty army, so that might be me. Might be you. Hey, you'll be better in two days. Don't worry about it. I hope so. And if you're not supporting the show, you want to support your boys, your favorite show, get early access, all the bonus stuff. You know the drill, patreon.com slash alien theorist podcast. Find the link in the podcast description. Can't miss it. This week's newest supporters, just a simple KDS with a one-year pledge. Xavier, Chase, Lovelace. I recognize that name. They're back. Second, Jen, Pro, Laps. Sir, welcome. Frank I. Clifton. It's a Norman. David from Texas mm-hmm. goes up to a $10 pledge. Christian Kalachia. Claudio Morena. Eric Meza. Big Mike. Chris Hayslip. Uh, $10 a month. Brian Winborn. Beto Marino. Kimmy Cakes. And Jake Zickler. Thanks very much for supporting the show. And as we always say at the end, keep those eyes on the skies. Peace. See you in after hours. <laughs>